Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Let our ears be blessed, let our eyes be blessed, let our hearts be blessed. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And then pray that God will open the eyes of your understanding today. That he will give the spirit of wisdom and revelation. That the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, you will know the hope of his calling, the riches of his glory, of his inheritance in the saints. And his exceeding great power towards us tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. We bless you. We bless you. If you are watching me at home, just bless the Lord. Pray that your eyes will be open to see what God has for you. Lanto kalaba kema sopaya, rama sopakaya, ring polaka deba, sento taliba, yanto kase pakaiba, yeto talibere, rama sokalaba, ranto talibere, kebe 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 kebe, rapa papa la kando basika. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. of our understanding will be enlightened that we will know that great hope that we have as your children and we will know the exceeding great power that you have towards us and the riches of the glory of your inheritance which is in your saints we thank you we bless you in Jesus name amen wonderful you may be seated I think we should put our hands together for the Lord All right. Tonight, for a short time, I just want to share with you, um, continue what I've been sharing. 
with you on attempt great things. Amen. Amen. Say amen. amen. Wonderful. And I just want to continue from probably where I left off, if I'll remember, but I'll continue from somewhere. Amen. amen. Great. But it's a great privilege to preach to you uh, and to be your pastor. I thank God for the opportunity that he has given to me. Many will love to have it, but God has decided to give it to me. And my prayer is to um, do my best in the time that he has given to me because everything has an expiry date. So in the time that he himself has given to me, my prayer is to give off what God has sent me to give to you and to get what God has sent me to get from you. Amen. Amen. I pray that your prayer is also the same. Amen. As for me, I know I will, not get, I will not get the short end of the stick. May you not get the short end of the stick too. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. It's a blessing. Amen. Great. We're talking about attempting great things. Wonderful. The Bible says in Daniel eleven thirty two, those who know God will do exploits. They shall be stronger. They shall do exploits. Is that not so? Great. And if you are following the message, it's very simple. Like last Sunday, I taught you something that you should not forget, which is how doctrines are formed. And I said, a doctrine, the Bible says that who shall he teach knowledge and who shall he give understanding? Them that are wind of milk, them that are wind of milk and have been wind of the breast. Then now he explains what a doctrine is. He says, a doctrine is something that is line upon line line upon line precept upon precept means example precept upon precept precept upon precept here a little there a little so that 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 shows you that a, a doctrine is something that is comprehensive so this is a doctrine on great things if you are following the teaching what it is saying is that let us attempt great things for god okay let us just attempt let's let's try to do something great for god do, do, do you understand? That's the whole thing because the Bible tells us in Isaiah 45 5 that don't try, don't attend great, don't see great things for yourselves. Do you get it? So let, and the Bible also says we will do great things, we will do exploits. So if we will do exploits and the Bible is saying let's not try to look for great things for ourselves, then who should we do exploits for? And we are saying let's do exploits for God or let's do great things for God. So therefore, what are great things? You see, if you were to leave it to me alone, I will come up with my definition of what a great thing is. Do, do you understand? But we are using the Bible to show us what great things we can attempt for God. Do you get it? So we are looking at line upon line, line upon line, precept of examples of great things in the Bible. Do, do you get different examples? And we saw, we've seen other examples. We, we, we saw one. Uh, do new th- attempt new things. That new things is a great thing. So the Bible says, I will show you great and mighty things which you do not know of. They are new to you. But these things are great and mighty things. Do you get it? We talked about another great thing. What other great thing that did we talk about? That one also. There's another one I'm trying to remember. We talked about the week before. No, before fight for God. Love God. They ask Jesus, what is the first and great commandment? So you see that anywhere that we pick the teaching from, you will see the Bible itself describing that thing as great. 
So they asked Jesus, what is the first and great commandment? Then he said, the first and great commandment is thou shalt love the Lord your God. Do you, do you get it? And the second is like unto it, thou shalt love your neighbor as yourself. Then we look at why loving God is a great thing. Do, do, do you get it? Why loving God is a great thing. Amen. Today we want to look at one more great thing. That great thing is attempt to win souls for God. Attempt to win souls for God. Attempt winning souls for Jesus. Then we'll look at why winning souls for Jesus is a great thing. Hallelujah. So Luke, let's get right into it. Luke chapter 14. I'm reading from verse number 16. The Bible says, Then he said unto them, this is Jesus speaking, he says, A certain man made a great feast. Are you following? So you can even go home and continue the teaching. You can just go home and Google great in the Bible. Then you will see the various examples, the various precepts of things that the Bible called great. So Jesus said, a certain man made a great feast and bade many. Hallelujah. And he sent his servant at supper time to say to them that were bidding, come for all things are ready now. And they all with one consent began to make excuse. The first said unto him, I have bought a piece of land. I must need go see it. I pray thee have me excuse. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen. I go and I go to prove them. I pray thee, have me excuse. And the third said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot. Cancel the third year. He was very rude. He said, I've married, I don't know, marriage, perhaps marriage makes people rude. I have married a wife, therefore I cannot come. The first two said, Oh, please. This one they said, because I've married a wife, I cannot come. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where where am I? <laughs> so the servant came and showed the master. The Lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said unto his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and the lanes of the city, and bring hither the poor, the maimed, the halt, and the blind. And the servant of the Lord said, And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded, yet there is room. And the Lord said unto him, go out into the highways and the hedges and compel them to come in, that my house may be filled. For I say unto you, none of those men who were bidden will taste of my supper. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, the Bible tells us, or Jesus tells us, that a man made a great feast. So, a great feast is a great thing. Making a great feast for salvation. And this great feast was for salvation and was for filling the church or filling the house. So at the end of what we have read, said that my house may be filled. The intent, the intent, the desire, the aim of all what I'm doing is so that my house will be filled. Amen. That's the, that's the goal. How will we know that we are successful when the house is full? Amen. He said, this is what I'm, that, that my 23 says, that my house may go and force them to come in, that my house may be failed. How was he going to fail the house? Through this great supper that he was organizing. Hallelujah. As a church, as we started our fill the church, is that what we call it? Fill up the church. Yeah, fill up the church campaign. After that, 
we'll do go somewhere, preach somewhere campaign. May is for the church. June is go somewhere, preach somewhere. Do you get it? As we start this fill up the church camp, we are attempting to fill up the house of the Lord. And Bible says that that attempt, that exercise, that campaign, that move is a great thing. It's a great thing. It's actually a great thing. Any attempt to win souls and to win souls on mass level, it's a great attempt. The Bible sees it as grace. Because as you are in the church, I think Obadiah 129 or 121 says that out of Zion shall come saviors. God will send saviors. Let's look at maybe Obadiah 120 something, 21. Out of Zion shall proceed. 21, let's see. And saviors shall come up out of Mount Zion to judge the Mount of Esau. And the kingdom shall be the Lord's. So God is expecting people to come out to pursue salvation from the church. Not from Sasa, not from ANC, not from Kaiser Chiefs. I hear they won something, they beat somebody recently. They, they beat Sundowns. For what? What were they playing? Just the league, everyday league. Oh, okay. The way a lot of people were saying... And they will become the champions. Ah, so sundowns are the champions, the defending champions. Okay, now I understand why. That why why there's there's the fast. They will play Manchester United next. Okay, good, good, good. It's not bad. It's not bad. Both of them are struggling, so it's not bad. Anyway, do do you get it? These saviors are going to come from the church. And the church is you and I. So the servants that the master was sending out is you and I. You and I are the people who are going to make this great feast happen. The Bible says this this feast, attempting to win souls and having this feast, is actually a great thing to do. So if you are in church, you say you want to accomplish something great for God. One of the great things to accomplish for God is to win souls and fill the church. Amen. I've given everybody a target in the church. Justice, say amen. I've given everybody a target in the church that, listen, in the month of May, win a soul and establish that one soul in the church. Just one, single one. When we put all our efforts together, the Bible describes it as great. Hey, Pastor, I'm waiting for the day you ask me to go and win 10,000 souls. Then I'll know that you are serious. Start with one. Susie, start with one. Connie, start with one. Yeah, start with one. Let there be one person sitting in the church by you regularly in the month of May and say, this is my soul. When we put, you see, it takes a lot of one. It takes 101 runs to make 100 runs. Yeah, it takes a lot. All these companies, MTN and Co, they collect the money in small, small pieces. These companies that, one day, a brother was talking to me about business. And he needed investors. And he was saying that he needs people to invest $5,000. I mean, these are the type of monies he was mentioning. And I said, listen, people who have $5,000 to invest, they have investment bankers. Do you know why I know? I wanted to be an investment banker. Anybody, any, 
Does any of you have $5,000 sitting at home? If you had, you have an investment bank. You even have a personal banker. I have a personal banker, although I don't have $5,000. So you can imagine when I have $5,000. Do, do, do you get it? Uh-huh. So they have personal bankers who advise them how to invest their money. So you, that you are not even, you don't even have a bicycle. Who will give you their 5000 to invest? Do you see? Start. Do you see? The wise thing to do is to start. Oh, thousand thousand dollars, five five thousand rands, so like that. Then you you even if the business you are doing needs five thousand dollars before it can take off, collect that five thousand dollars from about 10, 15 people, and do it. When you build credibility, do you see credibility? Then somebody can trust you enough and say five thousand, five thousand. If you are able to establish one person in the church, then I can trust you with establishing 10 people in the church. But until then, I can't trust you with establishing 10 people in the church. Because even one person for seven years, we don't have. Do you get it? So let's rise up and get to it and fill the house of God. And Jesus called filling the house of God great. A massive achievement. Amen. He calls it now. Why do we say that having a great feast or filling the house of God is a great thing? Four things I read to you and then we go home. Today is a quick, a quick back, back, back. Tell your neighbor, back, back, back service and then we go home. It is a great thing to have a great supper because I'm reading from my little book, Attempt Great Things for God, written by Bishop Doug Heward Mills, okay? Hey, Bishop, why do you say your little book? Let me give you two reasons, if, if the third one can. The first reason is that I bought it. That's the first. I bought it. It belongs to me. I've just not written my name in it, but it belongs to me. The second re- reason is that my pastor wrote it to me. He wrote it to me. That's why I say it's my book. Do, do you get it? You too. You can say it's your book or it's not your book. But you must have a copy first. Do you get it? Before you can say that. And then, also, when I say my book, and, 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 and it's paining you, take Panado for it, because Panado is a painkiller. It takes pains away. Or my bullet. Do, do, do you understand it? Don't start anything. Why do you say it's your book? Buy your copy. If it's paining you, buy Panado. To take the, or my bullet. I met a guy, he saw my bullet, he said, Mabulani. I said, oh, brother, it's not, there's no drug called Mabulani. Ah. You have turned the pharmacy into a sangoma. <laughs> clap your hands for Jesus, clap your hands for Jesus. It is a great thing to have a great supper because you must give out many invitations. Many invitations. You must give out what? Many invitations. It is not easy to give out many invitations. It is much easier to invite few people. Without many invitations, your feast will be small. If you are trying to get one person to come to church with you in the month of May, you need to target about four or five people. 
Now, when you read this story, you are tempted to think that the, the, the guy had invited only three people. The one who said, I bought a field. The one who said, I bought a yoke of oxen. The one who said, they admire. No, don't be deceived by it. Because if he had invited only three people, the fast, there would be no fast. Because he told them, go and bring the people from the streets and the lanes in the city. They said, we have brought them. And there's still room. If it was only three people they needed, there would be no fast at all. Yeah, just even some of you, some people would have said, oh, if it's the food because, don't worry at all. We, we can, the servants, we can, three people's food, we can take care of it. Just have Pastor Tyler and a few people there. They can take, I mean, you have just Pastor Tyler and Alan, they can take care of it. But he invited, the Bible said, he bid many, which means he invited many people. Look, it's not easy to invite many people. And it's not even easy to invite people. You invite this one, they tell you this. You invite this one, they swerve you. You have to, I've been doing this thing for a long time. At least the past 20 years of my life, if not more, I've been, if I'm more, I've been doing this thing I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been a pastor for almost 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get it? I've been doing this thing for a long time. Before I became a pastor, I was doing this thing. I was like you. You'll soon be like me. Yeah. No, the prophecy you believe is the prophecy that will happen to you. It's not easy to invite people with their attitudes. Their shenanigans. Yeah. It's not an easy thing. So, to build the church, we have to invite so many people. So many people. And, and it's not easy at all. Even to find the people. Look, you go on an outreach, you are trying to invite people, you go, so, you talked to me last week. I, I remember when I used to, when, when I was doing this thing, one of the times that I was doing this thing, I invite people, so when they see, oh, you invited me yesterday. Meanwhile, maybe they have not even seen me before, but they, they have mastered ways to overcome. Yeah. One day I went to do an outreach in a certain house, and one of the tenants chased me away. Yeah. Chase me away. Later, the, the guy who chased me away, the wife came to see me with a problem. That had to do with him. I didn't know, so I said, bring that guy, let me lay my hands on him. When my five fingers touch him, something will happen to him. Guess who they went to bring? The guy who chased me away. And the problem he had is not a problem that you mention in public or a man. I said, look at you. Salvation is coming to you. You are chasing salvation away. But I said, when I lay those five fingers on him, something will happen. So bring him. Then they went to bring. When I saw the guy, so, I'm very sorry. I said, uh-huh. you, now you'll be sorry. Yeah. It's not easy. Those of you who have attempted these things before. Look, you invite somebody, they swear you. Look. I've gone on invitation before where it's like, look, I can hear the voice of the person I'm looking for in the room. And the person will be telling me I'm not in. Yeah, yeah. When I know, he say, who are you looking for? I said, I'm looking for this person. Then the person will say that. I, I, I'm not in. 
with his voice that I'm not in. I've gone one before that when I, 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 it's like I'm waiting for the person. The person said, oh, I'm going to dress. Then they went into the room. Then they went out the other way. Sitting there waiting, the guy had escaped. The house was empty. He left the house for me. The whole house, I should take it. Yeah. I've invited people that have to carry water and go and give to them. To bath. Iron clothes for people. One sister, she went to wash somebody's clothes. Wash all of the, the person's clothes. And by the time she finished washing and hanging the clothes, the person had run away. Sunday morning. Sunday. Meanwhile, her clothes are at home. She has not washed all of them. Wash somebody's clothes. Wash, wash with her fingers. She, her clothes. She washes them with washing machine. You wash with her fingers. You wash jeans. Um, um, carpet. <laughs> boxer shorts. Washing boxer shorts. Washing people's boxer shorts. Um, Socks hey, on a Sunday morning. I mean, she has dressed super dressing with a, 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 a with a wig. The question I wanted to ask when she was washing, did she take the wig and put it down? Do the, the hey. Then the other question, she was, where was she? Was she in the boy's bathroom? Where? In a hostel. Can you imagine? So, I mean, I have so many questions, but I've not had a chance to ask them. So as she was washing, did other boys come to bath and go away? I mean, imagine the, 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 the trauma, trauma. Trauma that's... Trauma and um, abuse. Uh, and, and, and thank God for, for today's prayer. Thank God. Today's prayer was about light. Ne? But you said there's darkness in the lighthouse. So we have paid for light. <laughs> seven, not even one light. Seven types of light. Next time say that there's darkness in lighthouse. Yeah, we have paid for light. You will see. We will pray. We will humble ourselves and pray for light. Since you say there's darkness in lighthouse. Don't worry, don't worry. We are using LED, we are using floodlights. Okay, seven types. Yeah, seven types. Even the sun, we are using the sun. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We are waiting for you. You write the next one. Write the next one. Talk about snakes in the light. I will do a zoo and catch all of them and put them in. Yeah, wait till Satan disgraces you. Back to what I was saying. It's not easy to invite people. I mean, if you are here, you have attempted before. You will say that's not. I'm not going to invite so many people. That's why the Bible considers it as a great thing. Even when you do a party, you can't get. Some of you, when you even have a party, you can't get people to come. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Yes. Oh, you say once there's food, people will come. Who told you? Who told you? Are you exhaust one? hand, the fingers on one hand. You see, you don't have so many people like that. Yeah. So it's not easy. So when you give yourself to it and you do it, Jesus sees it as a great attempt to do something. Hallelujah. Number two. I told you today is quick. We'll finish by 
one o'clock we are done. It is a great thing to have a great supper because you must organize a lot of delicious meals for the many people. Amen. Let me read it to you. It says, when you invite people to the table of the Lord, you must experience, they must experience a great meal. They must experience the greatest meal of all. At the great supper, there must be food and drinks for everyone. Most of you have tried to invite people to your house before have a party. You make sure that there's a lot of food, enough, because you don't know where the people are coming from as they are coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people fast ahead of the invitation. Do you see? So if you, norm- if you are invited seven people, you can't have seven pieces of chicken. What if somebody comes and takes two or three? You try organizing a wedding and see. If you are expecting 10 people, you have to make food for about 20, 30 people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes it's not even how much somebody will. Somebody will just come and pick maybe a piece of chicken. Maybe you have small chicken, um, meat, meatballs, fish balls, potato balls, and rice balls. Okay. Then somebody will come. Then he will pick chicken. Then, oh, the chicken is very nice. Then you just, you don't forget about all and just be picking the chicken. Before long, the next person is coming, the chicken is finished. Not that you didn't provide enough chicken, no. you did though. By your plan was somebody will pick one chicken, one meatball, one uh, fish ball, one, you see. So if everybody were, that's why some places when you go, their food, their food is pre-packed. Why do you think it's pre-packed? It's like, oh, they like packing things. No, they are trying to make sure that you don't take more than yeah. Or there are service to ensure that you don't have more than too much of one thing. Yeah. Even sometimes when you see somebody go and take two, three, put it in their back, funerals, put it in their, their story. Hey! So there must be a lot of, a lot of good meals. N- n- another one. At this great supper, you will, have, you, you, you will have some bread, which is the bread of life. So when you organize a great supper and you are able to bring in people, you must give them the bread of life, which is Jesus Christ himself. At this great supper, you will have some meat, which is strong meat of the word of God. At this, that's why sometimes when you come to church, it's not every day that the word you are laughing. Some, as you are laughing, you know, some strong pacing comes inside. That's what the Bible calls strong meat. It must come inside. You can't be, say, you just want to drink milk until you are 13. Some strong, something must shake you up. Do you get it? Uh-huh, something must shake you up. Do you see? If you say there's darkness in the lighthouse, something must shake you up. You, you, you understand? It's part, of the, it's, it's, it's part of the feast. Or else you just be, the, and then these things will lead you astray. So sometimes they must be facing. You are fornicating in the church. We must tell you that no whoremongers fornicators will go to heaven. So that you sit up. Yeah. And those of you who are fornicating, stop. I met a pastor in Italy. He said to me one day, <laughs> I used to be, I used to fornicate everywhere. I mean, any type of, I mean, street. And one day I brought a girl home. In the middle of the night, I could feel some jelly like something. I met the person myself. Not they said. Me, I, I, I met the pastor myself. 
I could feel some jelly-like something touching my leg. So I stretched my hand there to see what is this cold jelly-like because I don't have any jelly, anything in my bed. Then when I, I could feel it, that it had scales and gills. So I opened the blanket to see what it was. The, the girl had turned into a fish. Her down part had become a fish. You are opening your eyes. Better stop fornicating. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you see, it's different when it's a story. I met the, me, 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 me. I was in Italy. I met the person. Yeah. From that day. <laughs> so, instead of, don't let a fish, let the word of God. <laughs> yeah. You must have fruits, which is the fruit of the spirit. You must have living waters, which is Jesus Christ himself. You must have the wine. You must have wine. I mean, at any party, there are drinks, which is the blood of Jesus. You must have a glass of milk, which helps people to grow. Hallelujah. So, when, when, you, when we are able to, that's why you see Swollen Sunday, we organize a lot of things. Choir, dancing stars, uh, we make sure that the word is good, we make sure the worship is good, the prayer time is good. Anybody who stands on this stage must, must have a desire to up your game. Every day you must improve. You must become more anointed, more talented, more skillful in what you are doing. Because you are part of the meal that we are presenting to people. It's not just the preacher that has to get more anointed. Some people come to church. When they come to church, when they just see even the sophistication in the church, they say, oh, I want to be in this church. After about six weeks, before they start even listening to the word. Yeah, sometimes when they come, they hear the worship. They are touched by the worship. Also, even the, sometimes they hear the sound. That's why I don't joke with the sound. Like You just make the sound, boo, boo, boo. No, somebody, because of the sound, they will go home. The sound alone, it's like, oh, this sound is not nice. They will go home. Hear the sound nice. Music is coming nicely. Even the choice of songs. Oh, hey, very nice. That's why we don't just sing any song. But no, it's just playing on radio, so we sing it. No. Choose the songs well. I've always been fighting with worship choir. Let's choose the songs well. The songs I teach, let's sing them. That's the reason why I sing them. Let's sing them. Let's sing them. Because it's all part of the ministration. It's not separate. It's not different. It's not like you are doing your something and I'm doing my something. No, it's all part of it. Let's sing them because somebody will come, the person will come, just one, one, one worship song that they heard. They'll keep singing and singing. Next, they want to come and hear again. You would think it's the preacher. Oh, you see the bishop, you say, what preaches? Ah, it's not a easy, it's not a easy at all. Even the English words that he uses. Oh my God. You will be so, Sunday I told you whims and caprices. Yeah, you still don't know what it means, but I've told you again. Whims and caprices. Do you get it? It's not, it has nothing to do with that. It was maybe during the prayer time when the pastor said, you are going forward. Pray that you will go forward. Pray that you. Then it's like, oh, this church, they go forward. I'm, I'm tired of going reverse. Now I want to go forward. Then they keep coming. to. They start hearing the pastor. Even the pastor his accent. They start understanding what he say. Maybe four or five weeks. How do I know this? I realize I'm all, I always have a disagreement with my landlord. 
not an argument, not that we are exchanging, but we don't seem to agree. Do, do you get? We don't exchange. I'm not, I usually don't exchange words. I use most of my words when I'm preaching. So when I finish preaching, I don't have much to say. But I realize sometimes that we don't, we, we, we don't understand each other. Do you get it? Then I start to analyze, do a research. Why is it so? Then later I found out, that, ah, okay, this is the reason. I speak English. Okay, that's what I speak. And she speaks Zulu. Yeah, we are on different frequencies. So when she's telling me something, she's saying the thing in Zulu, but she has to translate it into English. So when she sends the message, I don't understand what she's saying. Do you get it? I mean, like what I think she's saying, it's not what she's saying. Then when I also answer the question in English, by the time she takes it from English to Zulu, it has lost. Yeah. So she will write, they are coming. Do you get it? And I think it's a statement that the people are coming. No, no, it's a question. They are coming. How do you say it in Zulu? Payeza. Uh-huh. So it's like Payeza. So she write, they are coming. I think that people so will be waiting. Meanwhile, she's asking a question if they are coming. Do, 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 do you get it? So, and I realized that this is a nurse. A science student. So I realized that if she, a science student, even if we talk, we don't understand, then how much more um, the rest of the other people? <laughs> yeah. How much more the rest of the other people? So you, you, I don't understand you. Don't, and it takes people time to say, oh, okay, this is what he's saying. So one of them, when they come, is the prayer time that they will be blessed. Some of them, when they come, the worship time is when they will be blessed. Some of them, when they come, is the film stars time that they will be blessed. That's why each and every one of us who come and stand here to minister, even if you are an usher at the gate, uh, what do you call airport stars, communion stars, this, you must do your best because somebody will see a, a communion star smiling behind the mask and the eyes brightening up. So I like this church. If you are waiting for the pastor's preaching, hey, that one there takes a long time. You must have nice meals. So when people come to your party, some people is the drinks that make them happy. Some people is the meat. Some people is the music. Some people is the is the rice. Some people is the pap. That's why they, people have different meals at parties: pap, um, rice, potatoes, African salad, Greek salad. There's different things. So you jollof rice. Yeah. So if you are the jollof woman, make the jollof nice. If you are the pap girl, make the pap nice. If you are the rice person, make the rice nice. If you are the chicken person, make the chicken nice. Yeah. Make it nice. If you are the one who's supposed to play the music, play it nice. That's why I get irritated when they, are, they have to put their things up, then they are putting something that doesn't exist. Yeah. Because for somebody, it's just the... So, oh, this church, you just look up the screen, you will see all the scriptures. Hey, you don't know, you never know. Different strokes for different folks. Number three, I close with number three or four. It is a great thing to have a great supper because you must overcome many excuses. The man who made the feast, the feast, made a great supper, encountered the three common excuses for not serving God. Work. Wealth and marriage. These three reasons prevent most people who are invited from coming to the Lord. Overcoming excuses is an art in itself. 
and without the ability to overcome the excuses that human beings give, you will never achieve great things for the Lord. Now, these excuses that they give, one said, I've married a wife. Another said, I've bought five yoke of oxen, which is the work that the person said, I've bought a piece of land. It means I've been blessed. I have money. I've bought a land. So wealth, that's under wealth. Five yoke of oxen. It's like the work that the person do, does, the business. Then the next one is, I've married a wife, which is married. These are the common excuses that people give. And for you to succeed in bringing people around, you have to overcome these excuses. They are going to give you one of these three excuses. I've married a wife. You say, oh, I'm writing tomorrow. Work, school. I have an assignment. Yeah. You'll be surprised. I have this, I have that. Look, we went to school. With, when we were going to school, we were writing assignments without Google. I say it again. When we're in school, we're writing assignments, doing school exams, assignments, everything without Google. Without Google. The Google is the book. You have to go through the book one by one, one by one to find that thing you are looking for. You just have a search engine, you type. Then all the things that are saying under that thing comes up. Then you just have to choose which one to give to the lecturer. We didn't have that. But we went to school and we served God. So I'm actually surprised. Is it that today's generation are not intelligent enough or what? I say it again. Is it that today's generation, Mr. Spa, is it like today's generation, they are not exerting themselves enough or what? Because you have the aid. If we had Google when we were in school, oh, we would do more. Because we just have to search. Then we just take it, you compile it, then you... You give it to the lecturer. Oh, plagiarism. Oh, if you, have, if you know how to speak English, you don't fear anything. Yeah, you don't fear anything. It's because you, 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 because you don't have a certain control over the language. That's why you're afraid. Just read it, then you rewrite it in your own understanding. Represent it. Add a few Zulu slogans in your presentation. They cannot say that you are quoting from Tabo Mbeki's I am an African. How can they say that? Yeah, make Shaka Zulu small with Tabo Mbeki. Ah, you have it, crap. Yeah. So, I'm writing. I'm busy with school. Many people say I'm busy with They are sitting in their rooms watching Netflix. Yeah. Watching Netflix. What? Yes. Oh, are they lying that they are writing? No, they are not lying. They are really writing tomorrow. Do you see? So, they are going to study this evening. But the whole day, what were they doing? Watching Netflix. Yeah, no, watching Netflix. I, I know a certain house I there from time to time. Anytime I go there, the TV is on. Meanwhile, there are students in the house during the day. I said, look, hardly do I go there and the TV is off. Students, university students live in that house. University students live in that house. Me, if I'm the owner of that, when I'm going out, because of the university, I'll unplug the TV, everything, and take it into my room. Yeah. 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 Listen. What I do in my house is what I say. My children don't watch TV during the week. No, 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 no. Why, why, why? 
what are you watching TV? I'm paying school fees. No. And because they like soccer and I also like soccer, when there's a soccer match, like tonight, we will watch it. So you have to make up for it. Yeah, we'll watch it. But you have to make up for it. The TV is tired. It's resting. It's resting. You have watched it Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It has to rest on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday to wait for you on Friday. Yeah. And you don't see my children when they are working. It's like their ears are shaking. Maybe they have a problem. Mal- malnutrition. Their ears are shaking. No. It's what I do in my house that I tell you. If I don't do it, I won't tell you. Yeah, like, I mean, a disorder. Television deficiency disorder. What, what disorder is that? They are yet to find it. Yeah. The same people, if you go and call them, hey, we are going for outreach. They say, I'm, I'm, I'm writing an assignment. You have been playing the whole week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You say, oh, I'm writing on Monday, Saturday, I'm learning. What were you doing Monday, Tuesday? Is the, is, so if you are the one trying to get the person to come to church, you must overcome these excuses. You must be able to be blunt with them and tell them. And when you have not been to university before, they use university English to try to deceive you. Yeah, they try to use. You see, uh, it's a model. It's, 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 it's a, uh, mod, um, 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 maybe what are some something? Then they add some numbers: one o one, one o two. Then you are confused. Oh, any, if you hear one, it's first year. If you hear two, it's second year. If you hear three, it's third year. If you hear four, it's fourth year. That's all it means. That's all. It's not any. It's, hey, so the course is 102. No, it's not true. It's all not true. 100 is first year. 200. Is, that's how they standardize university education all over the world. So they put a code. A code. One o something. One, that's first year. The course is at a certain level. That level is called level 100. And level 100 is like matric. You have not really entered the university. They were not ready to take you into the university, but they can't let you also go home. So you'll be doing 100 in the meantime. When you come up to university level, then you start start university from level 200. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Level 200 is introduction to the course. Then 201 is introduction. 203, 204, they are all introduction. 30 something is intermediary. It's like they are making a beggar. 30 something is intermediary. Then 40 something is advanced. So it's the top of the beggar. The party is 300, the under is 200. As for the 100, it's just to keep you busy. Then you are using like 104 to deceive us. But when you have not gone to school before, when they say it, you say, who? This course must be very difficult. This small girl, 20 years, you have given her a course 109. Hey! How can she do a course 109? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Another excuse is when people are blessed. You see, people come to God to be, to be blessed. So when they get a small blessing, they have that feeling that we don't need God anymore. So I've bought a land. You have money to buy a land. I bought a land. I don't need God anymore. Yeah, but you have to overcome all these excuses. That listen, your life is worth more than what you have. It's worth more than money. Money is not the only important thing in this life. Can you create life? Can you create breath when you are sick? 
what happens? But that's one of the major excuses. Money. Or they're looking for the money. Looking for the money. The presence or the absence thereof. Looking for the money. Then another one is family, married, my children, my wife, my husband. My, hey, that's, another, that's a big banner. When people go under that banner, it's not easy at all. Many people backslide because of their marriages. You see people who are singing in the choir, moving the choir. As soon as they might say, the choir is for small girls. Now Mrs. Golden Sticks with my ring, five character ring. So I'm just, I can't come and stand here and be singing. See me lapa, see me mezela, ugunoba, ugunoba, egazi me, leva, na. Yeah, that's how to sing. You just keep adding the words, it will reach there. Eventually, you just look at my wife, you get the words. It's like a dictionary, it's like Google Translate. Yeah. It's more married that you married. Can't sing anymore. You are the guy, do you know what attracted you when you stand on the stage and you sing? When you see me lapa on the stage, see me zela, ugu no noba. Yes, egazi me levana. Wow. I like this victorious victorious song. Yeah, I like it. But then you say you are now Mrs. Golden Stick, so you won't sing anymore. So when he comes, he sees other people singing, then he just remembers, ah, where's my singing wife? Ibo, what happened? Then the interest starts going down. Starts going down. Yeah, then you read the picture. He doesn't talk to me anymore. He doesn't say anything about me. The thing that caught is, ah, you have stopped doing it. You have to overcome these excuses. Family, marriage. A lot of people can't serve God because of their children, because of their families, because of family. My family, my mother sells this, my mother sells my mother's auntie sells this, my mother's brother sells my blah, like that. Some of you can even give excuses to your grandmother, great grandmother. Those things don't exist in the Bible. Great grandmother. There's nobody's great grandmother in the Bible. Say, great grandmother is like she has existed uh, to affect your Christian life. But these are the three broad areas that people's excuses. But you must be a master. If you are going to survive in this month of May to help establish somebody in the church, you must be a master at overcoming people's excuses. Master. You must be ready to overcome excuses. If you are not ready, you will not get anybody. So, uh, I'm busy. I'm, uh, I'm busy. I'm writing. So, okay. Good luck in the exams. Then you go to the next. Every single person has a reason why they don't come to church. Every single person. Every single person has a reason why they don't come to church. Oh, I'm a Christian already. Say, eh, oh, really? Yeah, where do you go to church? Oh, I'm, 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 I'm a Zion. Zion. Eh. So, when was the last time you went to church? Oh, you see, it was before COVID. And you see, like, I'm waiting for the COVID to die down a little. When it dies down, then I'll start going to church. So, right now, I'm doing online. All the people who are still in do, say they are doing online, most of them, they are backsliding. Yeah, yeah, and online is a perfect excuse. I'm telling you, believe you me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any serious Christian, now that we have been giving that, say, hey, my pastor, what about the COVID? You sit in taxis and you come. You sit in taxis without social distancing. You sit, oh, sit in town, and then the county, 
the country will be coughing. And you are sitting inside with the person. You, you, don't, you don't fear. You don't fear because that cough is mobile. But when you come to the church, say, hey. Yeah. You go to Sasa to join that long queue. Bumper to bumper queue. Bumper to bumper queue. So anybody you go, you, when you look, we, I was at the mall over the weekend. My children asked, why is the mall so full? I said, it's month end. You go to the mall during month end. The place is, I mean, choker blocker. You are not worried. You go, you take this product. Somebody who just entered now, came to take it, put it down, take it, put it. You go, you do all that. You have faith that nothing, that the, the, the sanitization you did at the entrance which you didn't even test, test the efficacy of the sanitizer. Do you get it? Whether it's water or... Because they just have to spray something for you to feel iry. Then you go inside. Yeah, you believe. When it comes to church, say, oh, no. You say, I'm, so I'm now doing online. So what did the pastor preach last week? Oh, um, he very preach, he very preach. No, he very preach it all. Eh? I can't remember, but he was preaching. Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Then you can't even, you don't know that. Yeah. Pastor Rev. <laughs> you must overcome excuses. You will succeed in the month of May. And finally, you must humble to have, to have, it is a great thing to have a great supper because you will need to humble yourselves to invite people. This man had to humble himself to invite people from the streets, the highways, and the hedges. He went beyond his normal circles of life to invite people. First, he, the, people, the real people he invited, he gave them invitation cards. They were, they were bidding. Yeah, I'm sure they had phones. They had emails. When it didn't work, they said, now go to the streets and the lanes in the city. And now look at the type of people he says. He said, bring the poor, the maim, the blind, and the halt. He moved from his high-class people to, now go and bring me, go to the highways. And the, no, this is even after the other attempt, 21 did not work. After that one did not work. And he said, go quickly into the streets and the lanes of the city and break hither the poor the maim, the halt, and the blind. Now he has stopped dealing with these bourgeois people, these high society people. He was now dealing with blind, halt, maim, and poor people. Those, he said, go and bring them. Go and bring all the people around. All the poor people in that place, go and bring them. He had moved from, first, the people he was inviting, all of them had cars. Because if you can buy a land... If you can buy a yoke of oxen, if you can have a wedding, yeah. Now they didn't come. So now go and bring these people to come. They said, we have brought, they said, it's, it's still not We said, now go into the highways, go into the hedges, go 23. He says, go into the highways and the hedges. Can you imagine somebody who is in the hedges? He said, go and invite the people who are on the streets, in the, the paras. They, they, you see, some of these streets, when you are walking, suddenly you see a human being comes out of the tree. Those are the people he was talking. They are inside the hedges. They, are, they live in the hedges. Yeah, live in the hedges. Yeah, go and force them. 
and bring them in or else we will be disgraced. He had to humble himself to come down to these people, their level. It takes humility. Some of the people we invite you come. Look, when the way they, sometimes I, invite, I talk to people, I try to lead people, the way they talk to you, as though you are an, an non-entity. And you look at them and you say, look, let's be serious. You hear, one day I met a student. Let me tell you this story and I close. I mean, when, and you, uh, with my experience, when people are backsliding, the first thing is their defense mechanism is to have an attitude. Yeah, because they don't want you to ask the real questions. Remember that story I told of the sister? He said, Let's, Pastor, I don't want to have a long meeting. Yeah, they develop an attitude. So anytime you're doing something, you just develop an It's a cover up for something. Just know. They are just covering up something. So I, so I was driving and so and so and so. Oh, come then. You came with some attitude. So as I started talking, even he won't open his mouth to talk. I, so first, I thought his teeth were broken, but they weren't. Don't even open his mouth. So I look at him, and I thought to myself, the last time I was at your level, it's almost 25 years ago that I was doing the type of courses you are doing. It's almost 25 years ago. I mean, under no circumstances should you and I have a conversation. But hey, I said, I'm going to do the work of God. So I have to humble myself. Oh, so at a point, I decided to have mercy on him. So I came out of the car. Yeah, I, 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 I told the guy, I was like, pack. And I came out of the car. And I said, brother, listen. And I started to straighten. I said, I'm the last person you have an attitude towards if you have to think deeply. Then I started to talk to him. He almost cried. Stop this buffoonery. Do you understand buffoonery? Yeah, stop this buffoonery. When you go, you go and. But buffoonery is like foolery. It's like it's going there. Yeah. Stop it. I'm talking to you, I've raised your shoulders. You even, you even bother to use energy to open. You know the way when your battery is dying on your phone, the phone doesn't want to show you the things. That's how he was talking. I said, Look, open your mouth and talk. You're a man. And I finished dressing. I said, sorry, sorry. Uh, please, I want to apologize. I'm very, very sorry. That wasn't my intention. I said, oh, yeah, for, forgive me. When I decide to confront you, means I've decided to forgive you. When I've decided not to forgive you, I, don't, I just don't mind you. I just go. I'm not ready because if I deal with you at that time, I'll tear you into pieces. So I don't want that. I don't want to break your heart. So I just quietly move away. Do you get it? Because you don't want to say anything in anger. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you understand what I mean? You don't want to confront something out of anger. By the time you have spoken some spiritual thing over the person, you see from that time when the person closes their eyes, it can't open anymore. No, you don't want anything like that. You say, you can be angry, but don't sin. So I don't want to sin. So I just go and control my own. I'm in a cool mood. I come then. Oh, please forgive me. I said, well, I'm forgiveness. Dear. That's why I'm, I'm actually helping. It's actually because of the forgiveness. That's why I'm helping you. God told the same thing. But I want to say, I'm very, very sorry. I said, oh, don't apologize till next year. It's okay. I said, just, it's just it's a moment of uh, lunacy. It has passed. Let's go forward. Let's pass. Let's go forward. But don't do that again. Yeah. But when you invite some people, the way they can talk to you, as though they can feed you. Yeah, as though they can feed you. Yeah. You walk from UKZ10 campus to town to come and hustle. But to come from that same place to church, unless you come and pick me in your car, it's like all kinds of 
Charlie, you want to fill the house of the Lord. So you have to humble yourself. You see, you are an accountant at the museum, but you still have to humble yourself to a, a grade 11, grade 11 student who's not even passing. But you still have to humble yourself. So, yes, oh, no worry. What time should I come? So, 10 o'clock. Then when you call, quarter to 10. So, come at 10.30. You say, sometimes you have been driven all the way to the place. So, I'm not ready. Come at 10.30 to drive back. You, the accountant at the museum, then 10.30, you drive back again. Grade 10, grade 11 guy who's not passing, no. come and collect the grade 11. Say, how are you? I'm fine. You are driving. Have you eaten? No. How is school? Fine. Like that. Yeah, you have to humble yourself. So it takes humility. That's why the Bible, Jesus himself sees it that when you succeed at this thing, you have done a great thing. I see you doing something great for God. I see you humbling yourself and doing something great for God. For God. But then you talk to yourself, who is this foreigner guy talking to me? What does he think? We are all foreigners somewhere, one way or another. Yeah, when we are, if I, look, I knew a brother, I used to tell him, you, you it's likely you are from Ethiopia. Hmm? It's likely. When I look at his head, his head has this triangular pattern. It's like, it's Ethiopian blood. But because nobody has told you, yeah, I say, if you, one day I say, if you like, go and investigate, go one. You don't, if you start with mother and father now, you won't see. But if you go beyond one, by the time you read the second one, you will see that, ah, either some Malian. Or Ethiopian pass by your house. Yeah, so when you are here, you are shouting, foreign, oh, please. Even Shaka Zulu, I hear it's from Zimbabwe. Stand to your feet, let's bring the service to a close. <laughs> Lift your hands and pray and say, Lord, help me to be part of this great feast. Help me to be part of organizing this great feast. In this month of May, help me to be fruitful. Help me to be fruitful. Help me to be fruitful. This morning, Bishop led us to pray one prayer that we will be fruitful. So that we will be fruitful. Lift your voice and pray. Lord, help me to be fruitful. Help me to be fruitful. I want to be fruitful. Make me, make me fruitful. Let me bear fruit for you. In this season of fruitfulness, let me bear fruit for you. Let me bear fruit for you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Help me to be fruitful. Help me to be fruitful. Help me. This is a call for fruitfulness. Help me to be fruitful, Lord. Help me to be fruitful. Help me, oh God. Help me, oh God. Help me, oh God. Let somebody be sitting in the church because of me. Let somebody be sitting in the church because of me. Let somebody be saved because of me. Let somebody be born again because of me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In this month of May, Lord, let somebody be saved because of me, Lord. Brando da kema mama shatoli kuti ame so paloka shabakaya rampa la baba branda bada lempa popale kaya baba la brando dikala brando dikala lempa la rampa dekobala kaya baba ronti ronti kaya mola kaya mola miso paloka ya rampa lo baba brando bali ba lempa Kama <speaking> 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 
Help me, help me, oh God. Help me, dear God. Help me, dear Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, thank you. Lift your hands to Jesus. Let's pray. Father, thank you for every hand that is here. Our prayer is that, Lord, you will use us to fill your church. As Jesus said, it's a great supper. Help us to be part. Help us to be part of the servants who are organizing this great supper. Help us. Help every hand that is lifted up and everyone that is represented here to bring forth at least one person in this month of May into the kingdom of God of joy into your kingdom lord in the name of jesus in the name one more person to fill up the church one more person to fill up the kingdom in the name of jesus i pray for special grace and for strength for wisdom and for humility for each and everyone under the sound of my voice that through our activities in this month we are entering, somebody will come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Somebody will come and be established in the kingdom of God. Somebody will be planted in the house of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, we give you glory, Lord. We give praise for this opportunity you are giving us to bear fruit for eternal recompense and eternal rewards, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise and glory. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. I said, Amen. Amen. God's house shall be filled. Amen. I said, God's house shall be filled. The house of the Lord shall be filled. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of God. Wow. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.